0: Hello, and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. Today, I had the pleasure of speaking with Kate McKay. Kate is a certified high performance success coach and business strategist. So, get ready to hear a lot of juicy stuff around performance and living your best life and having confidence and being your authentic self and having courage and just taking that next step to move yourself in the direction that you want to go for your life. We're going to talk about all that good, juicy stuff, and Kate shares some of her personal stories, which are very moving and inspiring and empowering for you, and that is the whole purpose of this podcast. So I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation with Kate. Hello, Kate. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here, Jill. Yes, I am super excited to talk to you because you have a lot of background that I am excited to hear about and I think people are going to be really inspired by. So let's start off by talking about your latest book, which the title just draws you in. (laughs) Tell us about that
1: and why you wrote that book. Thank you. That's a great question. So, Claim Your Inner Hottie, the subtitle is Release Self Sabotage and Reclaim Vitality and Health. Uh, That Mm -hmm. is a a book I'm deeply committed to because this is the truth. I wrote it because even though I'm a high performance coach and I talk about prosperity and I help people build businesses and I built a multi million dollar company, what people are most concerned or curious about, no matter where I go, I mean, it could be on, um, you know, at the coffee line or at church or after mm-hmm. a speaking event, is they're like, well, it Kate, that's really cool about what you do. But like, how do you look like you do at your age? And <laughs> I would always like laugh and be like, what are you talking about? Because listen, the truth is this, my health and wellness journey was my internal journey. My health mm-hmm. and wellness, my ability to be strong and confident was because I was willing to dig in and go internal to quell, to heal those voices of self-doubt and self-loathing and to be able to heal those places and the trauma that happened in my life, to heal the voices that I heard internally and externally about, Kate, you're too loud. You're too Mm -hmm. this. You're too that. You're too big for your britches. Sit down. Be quiet. Right? And and so that is why I say claim your inner hottie. It's supposed to be a celebration. Because Jill, we all have that in us, that that fire, that longing, that desire to be seen, to be known, yes. and to be able to express that in a way that is a process of celebration and not a process of self-degradation.
0: Yeah, sure. And it's amazing how I think the magic happens. It's, it's the great irony of life, right? Like, Oh, you know, don't be yourself. We we basically get that message from when we're, you know, probably when definitely by the time we enter school, like we're, you know, too loud, too much, whatever it is, too funny, not funny enough, (laughs) you know, not girly enough, too girly, whatever it is, we can't win. And then so the irony is that the way that we the right the way that we can have that confidence and and as you said quell that that self sabotage talk is by being ourselves. So it's really hard, right? We've spent our whole life, at least for me, I know like I'm 52 and when I was 20, I was like, I did whatever I wanted. Like I didn't care what people thought about me. But as I got older, I, you know, entering the corporate world and then being a mom, is like, oh, you know, don't be Jill. Be this dumbed down, you know, version of that. And I, and that slows you down. So yeah. it, it's it's very ironic, I think. Like, be yourself. That's that's a, such an important thing, I think, simple? for us to remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for the love of God. <laughs> yeah, just be yourself, will you? Like, it's like, okay, what the freak does that mean? And I think that's the journey and that's the challenge yes. is that we got to admit, like, listen, the bottom line is we all have a story. We've all had trauma. We've all had some some hard lessons, right? And all of those kind of smash us down and diminish us because we're like gun shy. That's what happens. We become gun shy. And some of us, it happens Mm -hmm. as an infant, sometimes age five, sometimes age seven, all these traumas in 12, 15, 21, and it's a path of diminishment. And so what are the ways that we reverse that is to be able to be courageous enough to ask powerful questions. So as a high performance coach, I'm certified with Brendan Bouchard. This has been a journey for me because this is the deal. There are six areas that we need to embrace, to be honest, to be transparent around in order to excel. Now, health and wellness is clearly one of those things. That's what people want to know about me. Why is it for so many years that I diminished that? The mastery that I had in health and wellness was something right. that I was like, oh no no no, but I'm smart too, <laughs> but no no no, but I'm this too, but I'm a mom, but I'm an athlete, but I'm a you know a podcaster, but I'm a multi-million dollar business owner. No, but don't look at just my fitness or my body or my energy because I'm more than that. Mm-hmm. I'm more than that, and really part of the journey in the work that I do as a coach is being able. It's a sell job. Okay. I'm in the, I'm in the business of selling. What do I Uh sell? I sell the beauty and the uniqueness of my clients by mirroring them so that they see themselves and fall madly in love with who they are and who they came here to be. Why? Uh Because I remember their stories and they Uh show me the uniqueness of who they are through not only just the words, but what lies underneath the words. And uh, that's really is a superpower that I have. Uh, just I'm going to go over quick those high performance habits, Jill. And if you guys mm-hmm. have a pen, you're listening, or if you want more information, you can certainly reach out to me. But the high performance habits are this. And this is, mul- this is millions of dollars spent on research. Now, it isn't mm-hmm. your astrology. It isn't your Enneagram. It isn't your disc, It isn't your Strength <laughs> Finder. I, I love the Strength Finder people. I use it. But those are all great Analysis tools that can kind of be like, yeah, I'm pretty good at that, or I'm really good at that, whatever. The bottom line is we're we are not going to be successful. We are not gonna be excellent. We are not gonna live into our greatness. We are not gonna live a badass, kick-ass life unless we embrace the excellence and be able to live it with courage. So Mm -hmm. here we go: energy, generating energy. That's one of the high performance habits. Clarity. Are you clear on your purpose? Are you clear on who you are? Okay. Then we have necessity are you living into what what you are here to do okay mm-hmm. is that necessity that requirement that you live all in really what's driving you then we have productivity are you living with efficiency and effectiveness are you living and moving your life forward every day not just checking out your friggin to-do list right i ain't gonna do it Productivity is about are you living a life of excellence every day? Mm, then we mm. have influence. How are you influencing the people around you? And who do you want to draw in to influence? We're going to own that. We are right now in a time where we need to be contributing. This isn't a time for hiding. It isn't. And the last one, my favorite, is courage. Okay. Courage mm-hmm. isn't just about hoo ha, I'm going to take down the day. Courage is all about living authentically. Did you speak mm-hmm. your truth? Are you able to speak your your true needs? Now, this just isn't a male problem because a lot of my clients are men. Behind me on the shelf, you can't see that. This is audio, but it's a book called Claim Your Inner Warrior, okay? It's especially for men. Mm-hmm. The cover of that book is my son, Will, passed away in 2017. So my meaning shifted when I lost a child yeah. because after you lose a child, a piece of you dies and mm. you have to figure out what it is that's going to give your life meaning. And that Mm -hmm. was the ultimate because I realized there and then that it wasn't enough to live in the fear that I was to anything that Mm. none of that mattered at the end of it. And I was going to decide I made a commitment that I was going to live the highest form of integrity to honor my son and to honor the courage that I had to live through publicly such a a massive loss
0: yes, I'm so sorry, Kate thank you that's incredible i I love the the six factors or the six attributes, and you know that that i aspect of courage that you talked about is just so powerful and it and it you know it's very, very challenging, and you are inspiring other people by talking about that by having the courage to to be, like you said, authentic and and not hiding. So, you know, sometimes it takes that tragedy to to push us forward like that. But I do appreciate the fact that you are out there talking about this and therefore you're helping others. So thank you for talking about that. And And tell me a little bit, well, oh no, I want to say two things. The first one's the energy and mental clarity. It's interesting because I have six factors that I ask all of our clients and I recommend anybody to look at for our health, to pay attention to, to see like, okay, so you're, you're starting a new diet or you're now strength training, which we, we should talk about. We have to remember to talk about that, right? Your strength training or you're sleeping better at night or whatever it is that you're doing, that should result in a change in how you feel. And that's how you know you're going in the right direction. So actually, the two top ones that are the two first ones I talk about are energy and mental clarity. So Mm -hmm. I I just thought that was so cool that you said that. The other one is mood. Mm -hmm. So energy, mental clarity, and mood are all things like if you start eating better, you're going to have more energy. And your mood mm-hmm. is going to be better. If you're eating better for your body, right, That that's individual. That's personalized. There's no diet that everybody should eat. And, you know, if you all eat this way, you're all going to have more energy. I, I never say I say the opposite of that. Find the way of eating that works for you. Uh, so, you know, there are I have six factors as well about health. So I just thought that was so interesting that two of them were overlapped. First of all, let's talk a little bit about the strength training, because I want to kind of wrap up that aspect of of you know, the big reason that you wrote that book was people were saying, mm-hmm. Hey, Kate, yeah, you know, I could see you're pretty badass in all these other areas, but tell me about how you look that way. And, you know, it's just so funny, like human nature, right? That we go right to the physical. Right. Well, women in particular,
1: they women do. Women in particular, you know, even, yes. And it's kind of funny. And, it, and just, we just got to call women out here because there's so much freaking competition with women and we act like there isn't. And it's, it's, it drives me bananas. And part of it is Mm -hmm. like, I'm one of nine kids. I have five brothers. And I think that I felt more comfortable in a gym with all men. In fact, I know Mm -hmm. this to be true than with women, all women gyms. Why is that? That's because if you go to a guy's gym, like they're like, think about little boys in a sandbox. They're all digging in the dirt and they're all like doing their thing and they're still hanging out together but they're just doing their thing and they'll talk a little bit or whatever. That's how men relate. And we, as a culture, look down at that. Like how come men never talk? They never face to face. In many ways I think leave men alone because they're friggin' awesome. And yes, they need to learn how to communicate their emotions. Yes. They need to communicate their needs, but we at the same time as women need to respect their process. I'm big on that. So I, in some ways I'm like, you know, women in this culture, we need to honor the ways that men are different, honor the warrior, so that we can be the badasses we came here to be. We have a, a very disrupted cultural view of men, and we can look at that, even though I know this is predominantly for women. This podcast, we as women are responsible, have an obligation to honor our sons, our lovers, and the men in this culture who are committing suicide, that are. Are, are feeling isolated and alone, who are unemployed because they haven't been supported by our culture. We as women have a responsibility to help men in ways that honor men. It's super important, peeps, super freaking important. So just as a side to that, the reason why I say that yes. is because in a gym, I'm working out an all men's gym, but they never bothered me. And I knew mm-hmm. if someone ever came into that gym and like I was threatened in any way, boom, I would be protected where I went into a women's gym, especially in the 80s when everyone was Barbie. Everyone wanted to be Barbie. And I'm like, there was this competition vibe. And I'm like, man, this bums me out because I love women. I want to be like, hey, you're doing awesome. And you know why is it in a culture that we don't have that, that there's some comparison and contrasting? And I would just say, that's a big piece of embracing your inner hottie is knowing you got it and you got enough hotness in you and go share it and go love Mm -hmm. on other women. We need to love yeah. on each other. There's enough hotness yeah. to go around. <laughs> and, you know, come on now. We gotta embrace our own hotness and celebrate that in each other. It's so it's it's key operative. We need each other right now as a tribe. There are things shaking up in the society right now, and there's going to be a downward trend. And the strong people, the people that have done their physical, emotional, and spiritual work are going to be the ones that are going to be the rescuers, the ones that are going to be thriving. And that means better relationships, more money, and more contribution. So we need everyone to be their best. If you're listening, what do you need to do right now, today, in this moment, to start doing to live a life of excellence defined by you? Not a B plus life, an A plus life. You weren't here to do a B plus life. Come on now. We're not. None of us are. And so part of that is embracing that inner hottie, that inside, that longing. Like you say, what is your mood, right? Moods come and go because feelings actually are like, what is it, seven seconds they actually last? A resistance? Mm -hmm. How do we push through resistance? How much of our life we spend trying to push through resistance instead of understanding it's a natural course and do it anyway. Do it anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. Be afraid and do it anyway. That's one of my little personal mantras that I use. But I think, again, it goes back to this. there's There's a lot of irony around this because you talk about confidence a lot. And I think confidence is so important because if you don't have that inner strength, that inner confidence, and also knowing, again, who you are and what's important to you, what your values are, what your purpose is, it's really hard to then lift up other people, to go to the gym and just be like, hey, we're all here together. So it's, it's again, I think an irony, but we have to start somewhere. And yeah, you may not know how to build confidence. You may not know how to know who you are, but starting somewhere, right? Listening to this podcast is is a fantastic first way to do that. So there's so many different avenues. It depends on where you're at in your life, but the point is that if we can just get over that and start to move in that direction and support each other, that's literally what, why I created this podcast was to support women. You know, it's just sad. It's sad that, th- that you feel that competitiveness or, you know, we, uh, there are a lot of women. So I work with women to help with weight loss specifically. So I've had a lot of women tell me they don't want to go to the gym because they're embarrassed. Mm. So not only, <laughs> not only is there competition people feel ashamed to go Mm -hmm. to a gym, which is like, let's stop all that madness, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that the judging and the comparison and the competitiveness and and pettiness is really, it's it's not serving you as an individual if you're doing that and it's not serving anybody else.
1: Yeah, I think people can, yeah. And, And if anyone's just like called and feels called out and shamed or guilt around that, like get over that, that's totally fine. I do it too. Right. So it's right. like we are we are judging humans. Our ego is a powerful thing. So cut yourself some slack and then make a different choice. Make a choice. Right. That's the thing is that we every moment we have a, a the power to choose. And, and 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 in no matter what constraint you are living, we have the power to choose. I mean, you just go back to Frankel's, you know, the the, the man search for meaning. I read somewhere that not only Did he write that book when he was in the Holocaust, like I'd scrap papers, but the whole manuscript was taken and destroyed and he had to rewrite it. So that's someone with determination to live in the light. That's claiming his inner hottie. That's being (laughs) his own badass, which is I am here to be the light. I believe I'm here to be the light of God. I believe I'm here to be the light. And what does that mean for you? And confidence comes from action. We're only confident if we take action. In psychological terms, there's the confidence competency loop. In behavioral Mm -hmm. change, which obviously you deal with that in weight loss, is that your pre-contemplation, you're like, yeah, it'd be nice if I lost weight. And wouldn't it be nice if contemplation, yeah, I'd be ready to take some action. And then action, that's where the good stuff happens. Confidence does not happen in pre-contemplation. Action only, confidence is only built in action. I'm an action-based coach. People hire me. They know they're going to need to take action. We are going to mm. laugh. We are going to have some fun, but we're going to go deep. And you know, we're looking at all aspects of our life. Weight loss isn't going to cure cure the the, uh, the what ills you. What will be the the healing balm for you is embracing the fact that you deserve a body that reflects your inner hottie. That you deserve Mm -hmm. to have relationships that are a reflection of who you came here to be. That you deserve to have a deeper connection with God or whatever that is for you. And that you deserve to live in celebration despite the hardships. You deserve it. You are worthy.
0: Yeah, so important. And I think it's also a, there's a loop, there's a feedback loop, right? Like if you can start with even just having the audacity to believe that you are worthy that that can now inspire action. And then yeah. act, you take action and you you start this, this momentum, this feedback loop. that's so like, oh, when I feel good about myself, then I take different action than when I feel shitty about myself. And so just by doing that, just by changing that inner dialogue, I can take that first step. So, And I agree with you. I think it's very, very important. It's something that I talk about a lot is that, that grace, that forgiveness, that, you know, and I also love what you said, how like the emotion lasts seven seconds because it's so interesting. We get so caught up in these emotions, but that if you can just, I think part of the reason that we get so caught up is that we're trying so hard to ignore it and get rid of it. And like you said, resist it. But if we could just like, just allow you know, like I said, like lean into that 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 so-called negative emotion, lean into it, mm-hmm. feel it, and it does pass, it loses its power as soon as you start accepting it and allowing it to be, but then also underneath it is are your lessons, right, mm-hmm. like what can I and learn where
1: grace comes in right, and I think that what's so important is you could hear these and be like, man, that sounds so good, but I think what people don't where people need the most support to be perfectly honest is understanding why we resist and what mm-hmm. resistance is about and how a lot of the resistance is going to be felt in the relationships around you. Cause as women were set up to be like culturally like set as tribes. Right. And we mm-hmm. look for other women's opinion on this, is a crazy study that was done that if you wear a shirt, like say, for example, Jill, you said to me, Kate, that purple ain't all that good on you. <laughs> I would never wear this shirt ever again. And I'm a confident oh. girl, but all it needs is one negative comment and women yes. won't wear the outfit. Now, men, you'd be like, dude, that shirt's hideous. And they'd be like, no, but I like this shirt, <laughs> but I like this shirt. <laughs> they don't care. Why do they care so much? They don't care, <laughs> but I like it. Why do we criticize that quality? We need to learn something from that. That's a very telling thing. I think we
0: we care so much because we've been conditioned to believe that our worth is a you know our physical appearance determines our worth.
1: Yeah, and there is some connection to that, right? And I don't think that that's a bad thing, right? So we can we can say that our society has imprisoned us in this cultural norm and that. We have to. We've been conditioned, and yet every moment we have a choice to wear the damn shirt. Yeah, right. Yes. So that's the piece, and that's what I. That's the pivot that mm-hmm. I want to just mention real quick. Is mm-hmm. that the choice is going to feel nasty mm. when it's not within the norm? It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be like fingernails on a chalkboard. So the pivot is how do you have enough short off of of um self efficacy of knowing who you are from a psychological perspective to have the tenacity and the grit and the grace all right tenacity grit and grace to choose the light the highest best version of you hmm. despite all odds and i think perhaps that's why i appear so confident because I a lot of the times I think part of it was the being in a gym and having the brothers and being very independent and never really having a tribe because truth truth be told I never fit in I was always unusual I mean I didn't mm. belong in the girl tribes they didn't want me I was too loud I was spoke my truth too much I made them uncomfortable so I never fit in I was always unusual and I think that's part of the reason why I am a little bit more bold in my choices because I was always never fit in. And so yeah. I realized that I am a lone wolf. And so for me, it's been the opposite transformation, which is I no longer want to be the lone wolf. Where's my community? Yeah, <laughs> And I'm having so much fun creating my community. Um, I have claim your inner badass as a community that I'm creating. I have group coaching that I'm creating because I'm like, where's my tribe? And yes. so this is a beautiful evolution of, um, on the other side of that is realizing oh man, I'm so excited to bring in the tribe. I don't have to do it alone. We don't have to do it alone. Yeah. No, and we can't.
0: I think, I I love that. I love, I love, uh, you know, the talk around just uh, letting that, again, letting your authentic self shine through. I I know that I I really resonated what you were talking about because it's funny because I was very, you know, I'm from New York. Like I was kind of like edgy, a little grumpy, a little, not grumpy, but like. Edge. Love yeah. That. yeah, And, and that I lived in Japan for seven years in my twenties. And I think that that was a big influence in my life of kind of diminishing, you know, you use the word diminishing, like diminishing myself, like in Japan, you know, if you're a woman, you got to be small and tiny mm. and quiet and shy and sweet and nice. And, and so I had to change myself to fit in there. So I, now that I'm I'm older and I'm like, I'm, you know, an entrepreneur, I'm like, I'm just going to do my thing. And and it was funny because there was a long period, I was a stay at home mom for a long time. And then when I started my business, I was like, Oh, I have to dress a certain way. I have to look a certain way to, to like fit in with the ladies, you know, all the ladies. (laughs) And then this year, it's funny. Like this year I decided, I was like, you know what, like I'm wearing a black black tank top. That is that's like my uniform. Like I would just wear black black tank tops three hundred and sixty-five days a year, you know. <laughs> In the cold weather, I put a, a jacket on or a sweatshirt on. But that's how I'm most comfortable. So You're a badass, again, Jill. You a, a badass. Yeah. You're but the thing is, you'll be a badass. You claiming it. I'm claiming it. And the thing is, I th- again, it's that irony of like. The clothing can be like a prison or the way, you know, the makeup, the way that we present ourselves can be a prison, but it can also be this wonderful expression of right. like, this
1: is me 100%. and I really don't care. And we have, yeah. And we have varied um, ways that we can dress into that. Like I compete. I've been competing as a bikini competitor since I was 43 years old. What the? Katie. You wear stripper heels and a sparkly bathing suit and you get on sale and strut your stuff. Oh, let me tell you something. When I first started doing that, the level of judgment, too smart, not too sexy, too negative on women, too this, too that. Uh I did it because I was an athlete and I looked around and all the women that were competing were badass athletes and we celebrated being girls, powerful Uh feminine force of women standing strong for the women who are shrouded, for the women that lack confidence, for the women who are abused, for the women who think they cannot do it. That is why we all did it, every single one of us, because all those women that competed had been abused, had Mm -hmm. been athletes, had been injured, had been told they were too this, too that. That's why I live in celebration of that. And I, I do want to actually touch base on this because I don't want to not talk about it which is the weight training piece. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I want to talk about it is because it's been my drug of choice since I was 21. Um, as I mentioned, I had um, acute ADHD and I, when I got under the weights, it calmed me down. And it mm. did something to my neurochemistry that shifted and made me feel grounded and alive. Now, that was my process when I go out. Katie, what do you do? How do you look like you do at fifty nine? I lift weights. Oh, they look a little dejected. I lift heavy. I say they even look more dejected. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a small person, right? But the thing is, is that now the science has shown that it's not just about yeah, it's it's healthy, you know, bones and joints. These are the deal. This is the deal. It's good for your brain. It's good for your skin. It prevents falls and injuries it builds confidence. It helps your sleep. It helps your sex life. There are innumerable reasons why doing rate training is extremely effective. We hear about osteoporosis all the time. Listen up, Google sarcopenia. When Mm. we lose muscle mass, we are in trouble. Every single decade, every single year, as you age past 30, you are losing muscle mass. If you are the same weight or you are way over what you were in high school, you still have lost muscle mass and gained fat. You have to work hard to build muscle to keep your shape. It's the only way you can be your own Michelangelo. It is a fabulous way to build confidence. Just mm-hmm. find someone to show you how to do the exercises. Follow me yes. on YouTube or Instagram and I am Kate McKay. I do exercise videos all the time showing myself having fun. Swinging, oh. having fun. Cuz if it's I love skiing, it. Yeah, if it's not fun, it's not worth it. You have right. to have fun. It's okay yeah. not to know what you're doing in a gym. That's a bullshit excuse though. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do in the gym, really? Have you googled? Have you looked on YouTube? There's no excuses for you not embracing your best self. I don't like it. It doesn't feel good. Mm. Do you think I go skipping to the gym every day? Oh, no, I do not. But what it's taught me is discipline. What it's taught me is that I'm worth it. What it's taught me is that I, even though despite my hardships, I'm worthy of committing to my best self. And every single day, if I don't do it, I'm not comfortable. So Mm -hmm. where in your life are you ready to be uncomfortable embrace your best self. There we go back to that edge, that edge, that place where you need to jump. And Jill and I are here to help you jump. That's what we do for work.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kate. This has been an incredible
1: conversation.
0: And I love that you made the plug for the strength training because uh, we do uh, lose muscle mass. and, And that is like, if you're not doing anything, if you're just sitting there, you know year after year you're you are losing muscle mass and you know you're going to be when you're 70, 80, 90 how how do you want to be moving through the world unsteady on your feet not able to sit on the floor and get up from the floor you know little things like that thank you for making that plug cuz i'm i'm all about that this has been a fabulous conversation i will definitely Check out your workout videos. And thank you for sharing your information. I know you have three books. We can put those in the show notes for people to check out.
1: Tell me the titles. The first one is- So I have Claim Your Inner Badass is my a bestseller. I have Claim Your Inner Hottie. I have Claim Your Inner Warrior. And okay. I also have Claim Your Inner Peace, which is a gratitude journal that I'm releasing shortly. And nice. just so you know that the reason why I use Claim as a brief story is that my son- came to me in a dream after he had passed away. And any of you listeners that are moms, I was like mom mad at him. I'm like, I'm gonna go talk to Will. So I stomped outside and he was laying down out in the ground. I remember this vividly. And I leaned down next to him, I'm like, Will, what were you thinking? You put yeah. us through hell. Like I'm kind of giving him that mom mad thing. You guys all know yeah. what I'm talking about when you're mad, but you're not really mad. And he turned around and he looked right at me, right into my eyes, inches from my safe. Face and said, Mom, how could you be mad at me? I've been claimed. Oh. And I woke up from sleep, sweating. Didn't know what that meant. Claim. Mm. I'm looking it up, you know, Webster Dictionary in the middle of the night. And then I Googled, I have been claimed. And Ephesians New Testament. I have been claimed by Holy Spirit. He's like, Mom, I'm chill. I'm good. Carry on, mm. mom. So that mm. is my call to you, listeners is please, 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 please claim your best self. Claim your inner hottie. Claim your inner badass. Claim your inner peace. Claim your inner warrior and live your best life. You deserve it. You are worthy. I am here for you, cheering you on every, every step of the way.
0: Oh, Kate, thank you so much. I got goosebumps many times during this conversation. (laughs) I really appreciate your talking with me today.
1: Thank you. And thank you so much. I appreciate you, Jill.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I mean, I got goosebumps multiple times and just feeling really enlivened by that conversation. So if you wanna learn more about Kate McKay, you can check her out. Uh, We have a link to her website, and we also have a link for you to get a free copy of her book, Claim Your Inner Badass. So we're gonna put those in the show notes. Kate is the CEO of Sienna Strategy Partners. She is a certified high-performance success coach, and she is a business strategist. And she has been out there in the world helping people live better lives, more confidence, more courage, more clarity of purpose. So that's pretty cool. Check her out. And also, don't forget to check out our website, which is winweightloss.com. That's W-Y-N for with your nature, weightloss.com. But more importantly, I'm going to invite you to take part in our love Challenge The Love Challenge is here for you. It's an ongoing challenge that you can join at any time on our platform, on Mighty Networks, where we have a community of women who are interested in losing weight in a healthy way, living and manifesting empowered health and really just being our best in this world and in our lives. So totally aligned with what Kate's doing and really this challenge is all about practicing self-love. So you will learn six specific steps that you can take to practice self-love because unfortunately we were never really taught how to practice self-love. So this is gonna give you some tools in that area so that you can develop your skills to practice self-love so that you can be your best and you can show up with your authentic self with that confidence and enjoy life. So check us out there. All of the links will be in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening.